Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Father, we thank you tonight for your presence. Thank you for life, health, and strength on today. Thank you for being the great God that you are. Thank you for being our strength, our strong power. We love you tonight, God. We give you all the glory and praise tonight, Jesus, because you are God. We bless your name, Father, for loving us on today. Oh, God, we just give you praise for the Bible study on tonight. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity to come together to uh, as a way of fellowship, God, fellowshipping with your people. We just bless your name and thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you are about to speak to our uh, our spirits tonight for what you are about to say to us tonight. We just give you all the glory and praise. Thank you for our leaders, oh God, that you have given us, Father, to feed us with knowledge and understanding. Father, help us to never take it for granted your men of God that you have given us. Help us, God, to lift them up and to um, represent them, oh God, as they represent you. We bless your name and we give you all the glory and praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Happy Monday, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I am back home, thank the Lord back home, getting back on track. <laughs> it seemed like a week was a month, <clears throat> but I'm glad to be back on track. Um, I hope everyone has had a a wonderful weekend and an awesome time in church on yesterday. Um, it is Monday, Monday. April the 10th, 2017, Um, I know I had my birthday last week, last Tuesday, and I was able to celebrate in Rochester. Um, We might not get Sister Rochelle, Minister Rochelle on on the line tonight because she's a birthday girl today, so she might be celebrating. So when New York, when y'all see Sister Rochelle tell our guests, we wasn't enough to celebrate with her on her birthday. Um, uh, I just really, really had a wonderful time for my birthday. Thank you all in New York that um, celebrated with me. 45 is all right so far, so far. And I know it's going to be a blessed year for me. Amen. So how how Amen. are you in, in those parts? How how are my Rochester, New York family? How are you guys doing today? Well, blessed. Thank you for asking. That's awesome. That's awesome. What is your day like? Is it is it cold today? Is it? It was actually seventy plus degrees today. Didn't even need a jacket. Were y'all at the beach? <laughs> Were y'all at the beach? Did you did you go swimming? No, no time for the beach today. But um, oh. we did enjoy the day. Just That's... listen, whenever there's a day with no snow, no rain, I'm I, I'm enjoying it. 
Listen, so so last, um, when did I leave? Last Thursday night, because I got on the road. It was not even 12, 12 a.m. yet. <clears throat> and it started snowing. Mm, yeah. I said, the devil is a lot. Y'all trying to keep me in Rochester. Uh-uh. <laughs> that was not going to happen. And do you know I got, <clears throat> it was snowing in Rochester, went through Buffalo. Buffalo was, it was snowing. Got to Erie, and it was horrible. Wow. I, I couldn't see anything. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, y'all will not get me, you know, no, no, and no. I, I kept talking to myself because the kids were asleep. <laughs> I kept saying, no, I'm going home. I'm going home. I miss my husband. I'm going home. And thank God, by the time I got to Virginia, West Virginia it was snowing, but by the time I got to Virginia, it had cleared up, and so I was just thankful, thankful, thankful. I had to pull over like three times. Thank God. Yeah, wow. I made it. I made it. So that's, that's a blessing and a testimony for me. Yeah. Amen. Last week we were not really on. Um, we wasn't on last Monday and then last Wednesday. Wednesday whew, there was such a, a, a change, you know, I'm I'm just used to doing things a certain way, and I was out of my rhythm and got on the Bible study line late last week. And so we we had a sh- very short Bible study, but, I'm again, I'm glad to be back home today. I love when I see my family and my church family and stuff, but amen. Glad to be home. So any what what you what you got for me today? Anybody have any any fabulous anything that God has just done for you? For your family? No? For my yeah. For my family. Go ahead. Well, always for me too. I can't pinpoint anything. But uh my cousin my niece had requested prayer for her because for for our cousin because she was having open heart surgery. Fifty three years old, she had I don't know it must I, I'm gonna say four blockages because it was a quadruple bypass. Oh wow. She did have um I think Wednesday will be two weeks ago. But anyway, she went through the surgery fine, and she's home since last Wednesday. She's home since last Tuesday. So she was in for about six days. Can you imagine a quadruple open-heart surgery, and she's already back home and doing well? Wow, isn't that awesome? Yeah, we give God glory. Praise God. And, and they, um, I forgot to testify about it on Sunday because they kept saying, keep her on the prayer list. I said, she's on there because she's in the prayer basket. 
and that the um, intercessors are always praying. Awesome. That is something. Go ahead. I said that was my family's testimony, and I'll give it to the next person. Uh, Well, that is awesome. I just wrote down while I was waiting for um, Bible study to um, start, I wrote in red in my notes, intercede. Intercede um, is to intervene on someone else's behalf, and I don't I don't know why I wrote it, but mm-hmm. uh, we we all need somebody to intercede for us. We do, we do, and we all need to be able to intercede for someone. Yeah, that is such an awesome, awesome testimony. It, it really is, I. Uh, it was so it was so shocking because she was just on her way to work that Monday morning. She went out to get in the car. She couldn't breathe. She was going to drive herself to the hospital. Couldn't do it. Called nine one nine one one and they came and got. And that was that was it. But for two weeks she had ignored signals which was that she was really sort of out of breath. Mm-hmm. And um, just kept ignoring it, and th- that was what happened. Wow. So sometimes we, we have to listen to our body. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to listen and not be hard-headed. God is, he is so awesome. He is so awesome. Women listen to those signals, but... Men are a little bit more stubborn than we are. Uh oh. <laughs> I will. I will not touch her. I won't oh, touch her. started. <laughs> I will not go there tonight, Sister <laughs> Tina. You will not entrap me, sis. <laughs> but we we have to take care of our bodies and learn how to listen. Um, to the symptoms, and and not not just that, but listen to when God is speaking to us. Yes. When he's speaking and he's saying, you need to slow down or you need to go get this checked out or you need, you know, and I'm going to just piggyback just a little and then I'm going to hop off. Um, Men, it it is something, and I I can't talk about all men, but I can talk about um, the man that God has blessed my life so tremendously with that um works works like he's um he's a hard worker he's a yeah. hard worker and he can be in so much pain mm-hmm. so much pain and he will still get up and work he will work and work and work and work his feet can be hurting his back can be hurting everything feel like it's falling apart but he will continue to go so sometimes they just need to slow down and be wise. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm going to get off of it. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the day is? What's the day? Hump day. <laughs> Did he say No, t- no today's Monday. Monday. I don't go to Hump Day. Monday. Lord. Well, maybe because it's a short, is it a short week? Short week, hump day, Monday on hump, 
Monday, that's Monday often. Well, two thanks. More two more days for work? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, enjoy. Enjoy your day, your days at work and your time off afterwards. Oh, uh, I don't never have a time off. <laughs> well, I think what we are going to, we're going to hit on a little bit. I was reading um, in the book of Genesis today, mm-hmm. and it was so good to me. I just, I couldn't move away from it. It was really good. And I was reading about Abraham. And we're going to just read a little bit. We're going to read a little bit. And it's, again, Sister Tina talked about um, interceding, interceding. Mm -hmm. And Abraham interceded for Sodom. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember? Y'all remember that story? Yeah. He he interceded for Sodom. Um, and remember he went to God and 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 at you know he God said I'm gonna destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And he said, Well, listen, hey, let me let me just if I could bring fifty people to you, fifty righteous people to you, would you just like would you spare us? He said, Yeah. Get 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 me that fifty. Give me the fifty. So we're gonna read. We're gonna read that. I don't want to paraphrase and things like that. We're gonna read because even um, it, it was prophesied. And a lot of times, do you know? A lot of times when prophecies go forth, although you have believers in the in the midst, some of those believers are not as strong in their faith. as they should be. So when prophecies go forth sometimes to the leaders and to different ones, you have those in the back of their mind going, yeah, right. That's not going to happen. But I remember a prophecy went forth more than once about um, Bishop White, and the prophecy, it was said that um, something was coming through Rochester. And, and I'm bringing this up because as I was reading this, that came back to me. Something was going to hit Rochester. And the reason why, um, one of the reasons why it had not hit yet is because Pastor White is still there. So some people may have been, may have been you know, thinking, well, he's only one person. He's only one person. But if you read, if you, let's go to Genesis chapter uh, 19. Uh, um. Some someone is working in the background, and I hear all your work being done. I'm sorry. I I, I knew it was the working man himself. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello, Apostle. 
Hello, Apostle. <laughs> That's my working husband. So I'm I'm gonna read a little bit before we get to nineteen. I'm just gonna read a couple of of um, ch- uh, scriptures from eighteen. From eighteen, um, Genesis chapter eighteen. And uh, let me see, where am I starting? All right, I'm going to start at the 16th verse, and it says, Then the men rose from there and looked towards Sodom. And these were the men um, that came to Abraham and Sarah's home and spoke um, to Abraham. Abraham fed them, had his wife to fix a good meal for him, had his um, servants to go and get water to wash their feet, and he fed them. And then they inquired of Abraham, where is your wife? Where is Sarah? They didn't even say, where is your wife? They said, where is Sarah? And they told Abraham that next year around that time, Sarah will um, would have had a child. And Sarah was was not in the room with them, but she heard them talking, and she laughed within herself. And the Holy Ghost spoke to the man that was there and said, now why is Sarah laughing? You know, uh, she's going to say, I wasn't laughing, but that's the story. So these are the same men that uh, spoke to Sarah and Abraham or spoke to Abraham about having a son, having a child. And so um, they arose that morning, they arose, and they looked toward Sodom, and Abraham went with them to send them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I'm doing? Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. God knows everything. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. And the Lord said, because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great and because their sin is very grave, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry. Whatever is being said, he sent, God sent these men to go see if that's really what it is. Um, and it, uh, I'll cry against it. That has come on me. And not, and if not, I will know. So the men turned away from there and went towards Sodom. But Abraham still stood before the Lord. And Abraham came near and said, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there were 50 righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare not spare it for, the, uh, for the 50 righteous? And so um, far be it from you, we're at 25, far be it from you to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked so that the righteous should be as the wicked. It's almost saying, well, it's almost like you're looking at them as the same when they're not the same. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? So the Lord said, If I find in Sodom 50 righteous, we're in the city, 
Then I will spare all the place for their sake. Then Abraham answered and said, Indeed now, I who am but dust and ashes have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. That's who our leaders, <clears throat> excuse me, that's, I'm going to pause right there. That's who our leaders are for today, the Abraham for today, that's speaking on behalf of the people. Mm-hmm. That's who our pastors are, the ministers. That's who we are today. We are speaking as leaders, speaking on behalf of the people. We don't want not just the saints in our church, in our ministries, but the people in our city. We're asking God constantly, praying and asking God constantly to spare. When you when you hear of things happening, men, uh, these young, um, it's not even young black men anymore. It's black people just being shot and killed by officers and things just happening. We're constantly asking God, spare our city, spare our young people, spare the people, God. Give them a, a let them see with your eyes, open the eyes of their hearts. Um, we're constantly praying. Abraham went to God and just kept, okay, so 50, would you would you just spare them for 50? If, if you find 50 righteous, if I find 50 righteous, could you just spare them? He said yes. So he said, if I find their 45, I guess he couldn't find the 50. So he said, okay, how about 45? And God said, I won't destroy it if you find 45. And he spoke to him yet again and said, suppose, there should be 40 found there. He went all the way down to 40, and he said, I will, not, I will not do it for the sake of 40. Then he said, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Suppose 30 should be found there. How much the more? When God is speaking, God is saying to us, get it together, get it together, and, and, and get your family straight, get your, your children straight, get your, your household together, get the people in, in the ministry, get them together. And so he said, uh, I will not do it if I find 30 there, 30. And he said, indeed, now I have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose 20. Mm. Ah. And he said, okay, I I won't destroy it for for the sake of 20. Mm -hmm. Then he said, let not the Lord be angry and I will speak but once more. Please. That's, That's he's begging. He's begging. He's begging God to just hold it. So suppose 10 should be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 10. So the Lord went his way as soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. So he was down to 10, from 50 all the way down to 10. Mm-hmm. And, and now we are at, Chapter 19, now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. When Lot saw them, these are the two men, 
the angels. When Lot saw them, he rose to meet to meet them, and he bowed himself to his to the uh, with his face toward the ground, and he said, "Here now, my lords, please turn into your servant's house and spend the night." And it goes on to say that they wasn't going to spend the night, but they were talk Lot talked them into spending the night. So we're going to move on to. Um, uh, verse 4. Now before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, do you know what that means, the men of the city, the men of Sodom at that time? Do you know who those men were or what their reputation was? Homosexuals. Yeah. Yes. Homosexuals. How many of you have ever been I don't. I don't think I've seen them. Well, I haven't seen them in um in Faith Chapel. But it's almost like no matter what church you go to, you are gonna find and see some homosexual. Mhm. They they they've been to Faith Chapel. They just didn't stay long. They don't stay. That's why I I said I don't think. But they don't they don't stay. They don't stay. But these ministries have churches have allowed the men of the city to come in and build the city within the church. Mm-hmm. Build the city. How are they building cities within the church? I was in a church. I was in a church when there was a um, homosexual, a homosexual man in the choir, and young guys came from out of state to go to college in Rochester, and they went and they joined this church, this ministry we were in, and they got into the choir. And this older man that was the man, he was, I'll say he was the king of the city. He would befriend them and take them under his wing. And before you know it, they all started looking alike. Mm. They all started dressing alike. And then it came out that one of the younger boys was in a relationship with this older man. So he built a city within the church. He had a little Sodom going on in the church. And so these these men they called um they came out they came to Lot and they said to him where are the men who came to you tonight see they kept their eye on the men that came in with Lot the angels mm-hmm. those were angels in disguise but these men of the city came looking for them and the Bible said it encompassed the house they went around the house a bunch of them just like on the outside of the house because they wanted these two men to come out. They wanted to, to see. And that's what these men are, are going, these men of the city, they're going to the churches to see, to see who they can come out, who they can get to come out. Come out of where? Out of the closet. 
but they say they're doing it in the name, or they're doing this in the in the name of the Lord by becoming um, ministers and becoming pastors and preachers and um, choir directors and praise team members and things like that. They're in disguise. They are. And they're keeping their eye on the younger males. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. Minister. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Sorry. I know where we. I know we're talking about um, the men in the city being um, homosexuals, but you also have men that go to the church, and you said that they went to the church to see who they can who they can bring out, who they can get out. But you got men going to the church trying to bring the women out of the church as well. Absolutely. And the Bible says, and the Bible says that men crept in unaware, and that's why we, as as, um, as our brothers and our sisters keepers, we got to look out for one another. Because Absolutely. when we put our guard down, then we allow the wolf to come into the herd and take the sheep away. That's right. That's good. And also you have women in churches trying to get women. Mm-hmm. So this, this is an all-around thing. It's not just the men of the city in a um, gender in gender form, but it's a spirit. Let's call it a spirit, the spirit that is, going into the churches and plaguing the churches, going into the schools and, and, and picking the, the church kids, the kids that were born and raised in the church. But that spirit, that spirit is heavy. That spirit is, is strong. Mm-hmm. So Lot went out to them through the doorway, and he shut the door behind them, and he said, please, brethren, go on. Like, go on about your business. Do not... Do so wickedly. Go. See now, I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please, let me bring them out. Let me bring them to you. And you may do to them as you wish. Only do nothing to these men. Since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of, shadow of my roof. We, we Minister Melquan just made a, a point and saying, we as our brothers and sisters, keepers. When, oh, my God, so this is, this is going somewhere. This is going somewhere, y'all. So you have these young, you have these, these busters, these boys, these young men coming in the church with their suit and tie and their Bible tucked under their arm, and they, they haven't even been there a week, and they're dating Sister Susie. Mm-hmm. Now Sister Susie riding in the car with him, and Sister Susie is, you know, um, Sister Sister Susie may have have she may be the sister with the child out of wild out of wedlock, so she's kind of struggling, you know, kind of struggling. But she's she's really she loved the Lord and she really want to be saved. But now you got brother homeboy that come in. And maybe he's saying he's he came from another person's church, but he he said he saved and he you know he got his Bible tucked under his arm. He looked like he saved. He walked like he saved, I guess. So now you got you see him two weeks after he joined the church, joined the ministry. Now you see Sister Susie is in the corner with him, riding in the car with him. Now he's hanging on to her child, 
got the child with them. You don't know this man. We don't know this man. We don't know this man. This young lady coming to the church, joining the church. Next thing you know, she in brother in brother so and so's face. We've got to be watchful. We've got the Bible says not only to watch, but to what? Pray. Pray. Mm-hmm. Pray. But you know what we we've gotten accustomed to? That ain't my business, so I ain't saying nothing. That is your business. How is it your business? Because that's your brother or your sister. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am. That's my brother and that's my sister. And if I am interceding, if I'm praying for my brother and my sister on a daily basis, hey, it's going to be, God is going to show, he's, he may not show the whole picture, but he's going to give you something in your spirit to say something, something not right with that. Yeah. He's going to nudge you somehow and say something is not right with that. That ain't, that ain't it. Or that's not who, he's not who he says he is. She's not, and we can't be so, um, so worldly minded, so carnal that we say, well, that. I mean, I, I I feel I feel like that, but I, that's not my business. I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying anything. Lot could have said he could he could have handled that a lot of different ways. He could have let the men in the house, or he could have called the two men back out. Although he he didn't know really what was up with he didn't know that these were angels. All he knew that these were men, two men. Mm-hmm. Two good men. But Lot could have, when the the homosexuals came came to the door, he could have had his visitors to come back out, go on and see what they want. But he said no. He protected them. Mm -hmm. He protected them. We've got to protect our brothers and our sisters. And and they said, stand back. This is what the, the men of the city said to Lot. Stand back. Then they said, this one came in to stay here, and he keeps acting as a judge now. We will deal worse with you than with him, with them, excuse me. So they pressed hard against Lot and came near to break down the door. They was really trying to get at them. You know why they were trying to get at them? Because they were against that sin. Mm-hmm. They were against that sin. When we are preaching and teaching the word of God, and you hitting, I was in Rochester last last week. I'm trying to catch up with my thoughts. In Rochester last week, and um, Bishop was teaching last Thursday, last Tuesday in Bible study, and he was given a. Uh, Story, telling us a story about when he was um, preaching, teaching a whole month on sin, a whole month, and um, 
fornication and stuff like that. And this young man that was in the church got mad and wanted to know why do he keep preaching on sin? Why do he keep preaching on fornicating? Why? Got mad. And I remember this. He got so angry. And come to find out, this this young man, he was married. His wife wasn't going to the church, to that church, but he was married. Come to find out a young lady that had just joined the ministry, he had been sleeping with her for a while. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to be saved, and she exposed him. She exposed him. So sometimes when when you know you're wrong and the pastor is preaching or teaching against something, if you don't allow God to help you and to humble you, you will have a whole attitude. Amen. Uh, attitude. Amen. Well, who does he think he is? And that's what was wrong with these men of the city. They they were mad because who do y'all think y'all are coming into our our city, our city, preaching about what we do, talking against what we do? So the men reached their hands. The men from out of the house reached their hands and they pulled Lot into the house with them and they shut the door. And they struck the men who were at the doorway of the house with blindness. God don't need us to do nothing but stay humble and stay faithful. He will take care of what he, he will fight for us every single time. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. He will fight for us every single time. You don't always have to defend yourself. Lot could have stood out there arguing with them. Please, begging, please, y'all just go, y'all just go. But the angels of the Lord got tired, just like, bruh, come on, we got this. We got this. And so after that, after that happened, he blinded them, all the men that were out there, so they couldn't find the door. They couldn't even, they were just confused for a while. And while he did this, he told, um, the men told Lot, get your family and y'all go. Get your family and y'all go into the mountain, you know, because surely God is about to destroy. We are about to destroy this city. God is saying to us, reach those that I've set before you to reach. Preach to those that I've set before you to preach to. Witness to those that I've set before you to witness to. Get your house in order because surely I'm coming back. Mm -hmm. I'm coming back. Not only am I coming back, before I come back, something great is going to happen. And I don't mean great in a good way. Something great, big, is going to happen. We thought that, um, you know, when, when Trump became president, oh, man, there's about to be a shift. There's about to be a shake. There's about to be... And nothing has happened so far, and it's been, what, 15 weeks since he's been president or got to the White House? And so some people have gotten relaxed. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, nothing, you know, God, nothing's going to happen. That's how they were in Sodom and Gomorrah. They got relaxed doing foolishness. Mm-hmm. Got relaxed sleeping um having sex on the on the um on the uh church property in the church inside the church 
um, men with men, women with women, fathers and their daughters, uh, mothers and their daughters, all of this foolishness going on. It was an epidemic. It didn't all start at once, y'all. It didn't all happen big like that. It started small. Mm-hmm. It started small. And God said, I'm not pleased with this. I'm not pleased. I'm going to destroy. Surely I'm going to destroy your city. Abraham said, please, just let me find find 50. Let me get 50. And then it got all the way down to 10. Then it moves on to Lot. And Lot and his family were saved, except for his wife, because she she just had something to look. What are you looking back for when God brings you out of something? Why are you looking back? Mm-hmm. We We have a running joke in the family. My grandfather, my mother's father, um, Eddie Mac Jr., anybody know him? No, he is. He was quiet, but he was a mess. You didn't you didn't fool with Eddie Mac Jr. You you just you didn't do that. And so I remember we would be riding in the car and he's driving and um we're in the back seat and if somebody is doing something they have no business doing in the back seat, my grandfather didn't pull the car over. He turned around with one hand on the wheel, turned all the way around, and slapped whoever was in the back seat. You can't drive looking backwards, Eddie Mac Jr. <laughs> but he, he somehow made it work. But in all reality, you can't go forward looking backwards. It doesn't work like that. You're going to stumble. You're going to fall. Something is going to happen. And Lot's wife, they were given directions. They were given direct instructions from the angels of the Lord that said, don't, when you go, take all that you, you know, all that you can carry, take your family, but don't turn around. Mm. Keep going until you're out of the city. I'm going to hold hold whatever's going to happen. I'm going to hold it until you and your love, until y'all, you are out of the city. But don't look back. Don't turn around. And Miss Lot, disobedient soul, I guess she was thinking of all the things that she was leaving, and she turned around. Don't get so caught up in what you have. Don't get don't get so caught up in what was and what used to be that you turn around, that you look back. Okay. If God brings you when when you come out of somebody's praying for you yeah. while you're going through your stuff, somebody is praying for you. So when God answers that prayer, those prayers and bring you out and work situations out in your life and, and open doors for you and, and mend your marriages back together and bring your kids home and um, get you out of debt and, and bring you out of depression. When he does that, don't go, don't look back at the things you used to do. 
Stay focused on what's in front of you. What's in front of you is better than what's behind you. Amen, somebody? Amen. What's behind you was death. It's death. But what's in front of you is life everlasting. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. He gave us, God gave us, every day he, he gives us a chance to go forth, to go forward, to move forward, to do things better than yesterday, to think better than we did yesterday, to make better choices than we did yesterday, every single day. To, to have a better outlook on our tomorrow. Yes. He blesses us. When Miss Lot turned around, she turned, the Bible says she turned into a pillar of salt. Mm-hmm. But after Lot and his two daughters got out, they began, um, God began to rain fire and brimstones from heaven. And the city was destroyed. It was destroyed. And it was all because of sin. Sin will kill you. Mm-hmm. Don't make make things right if you don't get your life together. Sin will kill you. Sin will kill your character. Sin will kill who who the the perception people had of you. The ideal people had of you. They thought you were this great person. They thought you were this, you know, this this saved person, this man of God, this woman of God. But sin has destroyed the image, your very image, because of sin. Even in the midst of, you can be in a household with people that are not saved, but do you know that you can be the Abraham in that house? You can be the Lot in that house? Amen. By interceding for your family that's not saved? Mm -hmm. You don't have to do what they're doing just because you're there. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. You're in the house. You don't have to be of the house. Anybody want to say anything? It seems like I've been talking a long time. I don't know. You're doing a good job. Oh, oh, Amen. Uh-oh. I hope that you that this is hitting somewhere. I hope that this is you're getting something out of this tonight. Mm-hmm. I hope that you are. Um, oh. Lots, after, one. Go ahead. One thing, and it and it and it it resonated with me. You said sin will kill you. Mm Mhm. And that to me that resonates so so deeply because it will. I remember this old um. It's not old, sorry, but somebody said, "I wonder if people would keep sinning if they paid out his wages immediately." Mm. Mhm. to me, that it, to me, it just it sits and it sits in my heart. Sin will kill you. Yes. 
we've 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 got to know. You know, we've heard it all of our lives. You can't keep doing the same thing, and you know, you got to get your life together. You got to get. But even if you don't die a natural death, a physical death, when you are allowing all of this stuff into your spirit, when you are allowing sin to abide in your life, it kills off certain things, certain characteristics, good characteristics that you once had. They no longer live there. Positive thoughts that you once had, a positive attitude that you once had, because so much sin is in, or because sin is in your life, it alters who you are. Yes, it does. It does. Amen. It alters who you are. It changes you. Yes. So then you're not seen the way that you used to be seen. You know why? Because what we saw in you before was Christ. Yeah. Mm. Amen. But we don't see him anymore. We don't see the Holy Spirit anymore. We don't see that that beautiful spirit that you had. And then some people say, well, I'm still the same person. Absolutely not. You're not. Yeah. Amen. You can't be the same person without Christ. Okay. So we've got to be mindful of what we allow in our spirit, what we allow around us, what we allow in our presence. Yes, ma'am. You know, um, you know, some people say, well, you think you are that. To the kingdom of God, I am. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> and so I can't just allow any and everything around me. Mm-hmm. I can't. That's right. Yeah. I can't. I've got to be prayerful daily. I've got to constantly go before God. I've got, got to constantly communicate with him and, and just to always be all right, you know, to, you know, do that self-check, self-inventory to make sure I'm where I'm supposed to be. And if I'm not, don't get down on yourself and beat yourself up until you turn around to, to see where you once was or you turn around, to, you know. But get if you sense that you're not where you should be, or if God is showing you you're not, then ask God to help you to get where you should be. Amen. But don't go back. Don't go back. There's nothing back there but destruction. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So, so the, the the end of this is Lot got out. Lot and his daughters got out, and the city was destroyed. The city was destroyed. Some of you, some of us need to get out. Get out of where? Get out of whatever situation so that that situation can be destroyed. Minister. Yes, sir. Um, can, I, can I make a point? Uh, I don't think that you, you said it earlier, but even in the story, um, the two angels that went to visit Lot, they were very patient with him because they told him um, the night before to leave the city, to get your family and leave the city. But they said that they didn't leave until the morning, and it got to the point that the angels had to grab Lot and his family and force them out of the city. And force like, you're right. And, and they had to force them out of the city. You, and we don't understand, even though great patience is shown right there, we won't always have that grace on our lives to where 
God is speaking and he say do this, but um, disobedience can cause an early death. Yes. We may not all we may not always get that that patience of God on our lives. And when he said to do this, when he told you to move and we were slow to move and then something can happen because of our own disobedience. But I, I think that's something that was that um was um needs to be pointed out as well, is when God is speaking, that's the time to act. Mm. Not the time to wait, but that's the time to move. Mm. Well thank thank you for that. And that is a part that I did not talk about that is very, very important. Um because the night before, like you, like Minister um, Melfon said, lot, uh, the the two angels told him to get his daughters and his son-in-laws, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. And his, and his, but at the end, it was only Lot and his two daughters. Because it was almost like the Bible says, um, the son-in-laws were mocking, like, yeah, okay, like, right, yeah, yeah, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And, again, they did not, Lot didn't even move when it was first spoken to him. Mm-hmm. And he, it was morning, the next morning. And then he told the two angels, when the angel said to go into the mountains, he said, uh-uh, because we're going to die if we go into the mountains, so how about we go into a close city? When Amen. God has given us a way of escape, stop trying to find the closest thing to that sin. Yeah. Mm. Wow. He's wow. bringing you Amen. out of that relationship, but you're just going to keep his number just in case. Wow. Thank you, Lord. I got a Thank baby with him. I got to stay in touch with him. No, you don't, boo-boo bear. Just let him take care of his child. You don't need to be in his face. You don't need to be talking to him. Mm. But we make excuses like Brother Lot did, which mm-hmm. could have cost him his own life, but it caused him cost him some of his family's life lives because everybody didn't make it out. So again, I'll I'll, I'll piggyback on Minister Mel. When God speaks, move right then. Mm-hmm. Move right then. Then we won't have to suffer, suffer repercussions. Hello? Amen. 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 All right. Amen. All right. This was good. Amen. We have five minutes. Any would anybody like to say anything? No? Okay. So that means that y'all got something out of this lesson, huh? Yeah. I would like to say something. Amen on time. Was somebody just saying something? Yes, it's me. Okay, go ahead, me. Zahara, sorry. I just want to say what a lesson. What a lesson. Um, Just recently I went through some things, and I want to say that I'm trying to learn as much as I could possibly learn because I felt like I, I took, like, 20 steps back. And now I'm trying to get, you know, trying to get the gang, those 20 steps back in there and, and more. And this lesson is just, whew, it is just definitely hit, hitting some things that I, I needed to see. Wow. Well, amen. Uh, amen. Awesome. Amen. Let me, 
Let me say this. You said you, you feel like you stepped 20 steps back. You trying to get them 20 steps back? Girl, please, leave them 20 steps alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> forget, them, forget them 20 steps and move mm-hmm. in the steps, in the direction, and in the timing that God will have you to move. Be Amen. open. Be open. You ever seen somebody um, um, that can, they can go up or down the stairs, but they, they be missing, skipping a whole bunch of steps? Yeah. They skip steps. That's not always good because sometimes you, you're going you're gonna to miss that very step that you're going to need. Need. Mm. You're going to mm. miss that step trying to skip steps, and you're going to fall on your bum. Yeah. Mm. Or on your face. Definitely. An accident can happen. But if you just walk up and down the steps accordingly, then you will get where you need to go when you need to get there. Yeah. Does that Amen. make sense? Does that make yeah. sense? Yes. So yes. sometimes we are always trying to get back what we think we've lost or what we've lost. Sometimes we don't we don't need that. God has something over here. Mm-hmm. For us to get, to go where he wants us to go, to go through the doors that he's opening now. There's a time and a season. We've been talking about this for so long. Time and season for everything. Yeah, amen. So the the steps that I, I, you know, felt like I missed or whatever, that was for that season. Now this is a new season. That's it. So let God create. New steps for you, Sister Zahara, and stick to them steps, and I'm telling you, you will be victorious. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, thank you, Victoria. Yes, ma'am. Oh. Say that again. I said, most likely, God wanted her to miss them steps. He wanted that to be a part of her life. Like you said, he got something better in store for her. Something better, something greater, something greater. God is so awesome. He's so awesome, man. He is so yes, he is. Awesome. If you can just look at your life, because I'm I'm looking at my life right now, and yes. God has Thank brought you. me a long way. Yes, he has. He's yes, kept he me has. through so many things, and he's brought me to this point, and I just I appreciate him. I really do. I do. Ooh. Anybody else? Thank you for that, Sahara. Amen. Mm-hmm. Nobody else? My Texas baby, I hear her in between. Hey. Hey. I I, I needed that because right now it's like my grandma, she was a truly a woman of God, mm-hmm. and she didn't turn back, you know, to her old ways. After so many years of, you know, praising and worshiping God. And it's like now I'm, you know, trying to really be in my Christian walk. And it's just so hard to see her being this way after so many years. Because, you know, this is my elder. I look up to her. Mm -hmm. And she's acting the way I I used to act, you know. And it's like, wow. But... I've just been praying, but she knows the way, you know, so it's not too much. I can't say, you know, because she knows. She knows God. She knows Jesus. She, you know, she 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 had that calling on her life, but I don't know what happened 
to where things just spiral out of control, you know, and, and like it hurts, it hurts me, but you know, it is what it is. And I just been praying to God and asking him to, you know, just release that, that evil spirit from her. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Well, and like you, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And uh, like you, like you said, it's not always good to go. Sin will kill you. Not, not always physically, but mm-hmm. sin will kill the good in you that you have. It, 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 sin, it leads you down different kinds of paths. You, you find yourself in a different situation from a different situation to doing something that you didn't even think you would do. And mm-hmm. I, man, I just thank God. I do. I, I truly Amen. thank God for just keeping me and preserving me. Yeah, it might seem all quiet. I'm not doing nothing or whatever, but this is where I want to be and need to be because sin, it will kill you. It mm-hmm. will kill you, Miss Audrey. Real real talk, it will. Real talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For real. Sorry. You are so, you know what? Just stay in the face of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You stay in the face of God. The Bible talks about the very elect, the older people that were saved, that that walked with God for so many years, that they will fall away in the in the um last days. Yeah. The Bible speaks of that. So you've got to be the strong woman of God that God has made you and is making you into being, and you've got to keep talking God even to grandma. Yeah. you got to keep speaking the truth even to grandma because, you know, like you said, when, when – I can't imagine either of my – one of my grandmothers is 94 years old and my other grandmother is 80. She's probably almost 90 now. Yeah. And I can't imagine either of my grandmothers um, falling away from God, backsliding or smoking or cussing or – I can't imagine that. They've been saved right. for my life. And I'm right. 45 years old. So we've got to – you got to know who God is for you, and you got to push towards that, press towards the mark of the higher calling of Christ Jesus, and know that your grandmother has to see God for herself. Yeah, yeah. But keep on talking God. You know, you don't want to ever become disrespectful or anything like that, but right, it's like, Grandma, right. you know better, Grandma. You know what's up. <laughs> you know, yeah. you used to pray for me. You used to pray for me, so what is going on? But now yeah. the role seems to have seem to have reversed, and you have to pray yeah. for me. Yeah, you got to yeah. be that light to shine. Now you got to keep on shining. That's Talk right. That's right. Talk to the God, not sugarcoating it because it's your grandmother, but letting her know the true word of God, and let her know that we all fall. We get back up. You just need on this. Hold on to pick up. Just, just, just keep talking to God. Yeah. Amen. Yep. You, have, you have us now. You know, I said this before. We're, once we get in on this phone, we are all family. So we are all Amen. praying. We are praying. And we're not going to say we're going to pray and then we don't pray. But we are, we are praying. I'm praying for you all, and I pray that you all are praying for me, mm-hmm. my family, because Yes. I don't want to be lost, and I don't want my family be, family to be lost. I don't want any of you that's on the line to be lost, nor your family. So we are, yes. we are in um, perilous times. We're living in perilous times. 
And yes. we just got and keep each other lifted up there. Amen. 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 8.34, anybody else before we go? All right. Well, Father God, we thank you for this evening. We thank you for the word that have gone forth. God, we ask that you would help us to apply this word to our lives. God, help us, God, not to be a city, oh God, a sick city, a broken city. Father, in our spirit, but help us to be alive and well. God, help us to walk upright before you. Help us, God, to keep um, your word in our hearts. Help us to apply your word to our lives every day, every day, God. These scriptures are not given to us by chance or by coincidence, but, Father, they are given to us um, for inspiration. They are given to us for change. They're given to us to help us move to the next level in you to increase our faith in you, Father, to um, increase our walk with you and, and to increase our drive to search for you and to seek after you and to just worship you, God. We give you all the glory and praise, God. We ask, oh, God, that you would, um, Keisha's grandma, God, we ask that you would just be with her, that you would give her an experience, God, that would change her life, that she would change her Give her life back to you. But, God, meet with her. Meet with her, God, and speak directly to her. Father, you know where she's at in her in her walk with you. You know where she's at. And, God, we just ask, oh, God, that you would intercede, that you would intervene, Father, and that you would make her over in her spirit. Give her a new love for you, God, that she would continue or go back to her walk with yes, you Lord. and that you would draw others in. We thank you for Keisha, God. We thank you, Father, for her heart. We thank you, Father, for her drive to search and to seek after you, God. We ask that you will continue to bless her and her family, God. Sister yes, Zahara, we thank you for her, Father. We thank you for the uh, what you're doing inside of her, God. We ask that you would continue to work in her, God, that she will uh, work in the ministry and that she would utilize what you are doing, what you're pouring into her spirit, that she would speak those things and that she would um, encourage others with what you've done in her life. Yes, Lord. We bless you and we give you all the glory and praise, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remember, I am, you are, we are. We are. Our brother's keepers. Yeah, so text somebody, tell them to hold on, don't let go. Changes coming. Until Wednesday night. Amen. I love you all. Have an awesome night. Amen. Love you. Good night. Love you. Good night. Good night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.